I'm surprised we didn't talk about it yesterday. Isn't wasn't yesterday uh, one week from uh, the possible end of all fucking humanity? <laughs> or sorry, mm-hmm. the American election. <laughs> the American <laughs> the election. Yeah, the end of, yeah. the end of life as we know it. Six days out. You know, I'm excited. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm excited to for for Trump to lose. But I'm excited for Trump to lose, not just for Trump to lose, but because I want to see what he does when he loses. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they'll have an election result probably until two Friday, or three weeks maybe. from now. Oh, you think it'll take that long? Yeah, I do. I do. Because the, the, the mail-in ballots um, are going to cause a big delay, which is going to cause Trump to crawl, call fraud. But there are two states in particular, um, Pennsylvania, swing state, and Wisconsin, swing state, or battleground or whatever they call them. Uh, that do not allow mail-in votes to be counted until Election Day, which means that those two states, which are hugely crucial to the presidency, will will require the time to open up millions of envelopes and count the votes. So, See, yeah, you know what's not voting well for, for Trump is the fact that 50 million people have already voted. The more people that vote... Over 60 now. 60 now, eh? yeah. The more people that vote, the more, the more that vote, the, the, the less chance he has of winning. That's just the way politics works in the States. More people uh-huh. vote, Democrats win. Less people vote, so Republicans yeah. win. Yeah. And he was, he's, he's, uh, he went on Twitter, Trump went on Twitter uh, yesterday uh, saying that, that uh, Google, um, one of the top Google search results right now is can I change my vote like one of the top Google searches even though like there's no that's not true at all because like the, the whole idea is that there are some states where you can go in and change and change your mail-in ballot like you could change your vote remember when you remember when he climbed to the top of those stairs after his coronavirus thing there <laughs> fuck you <laughs> you sounded like Ben the first couple of weeks I was doing this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. That was a, yo, Mark, that was a great question as far as, I think it was an easy answer, but it's, it's a, it's a good, it's a good question that you put on the Facebook page, like which box of chocolate are you buying? It's pretty much exactly what we were just talking about with religion, but the candy version, Mm. you are, you're, you're, you're presented with these (laughs) options. And unfortunately there are parts of each option that you're just Mm. like, ah, I'm not a fan of that. I would rather have a little bit of, and that's what, you know, I mean, I think religion would be great if like you took Christianity, but then you're like, you know what, but I want to take a couple of the caramel from the, uh, the Buddhism box and put them into my case. So, yes. So I don't know what Hershey would do if they didn't have Reese's cause, cause they suck outside of, outside yeah. of Reese's. Yeah. Um, they're, they're really, they're really holding on to that chocolate peanut butter fucking recipe. When you got it, you got to, it to the, to the death. Because that—that's really the one. Because everyone here is picking Nestle, pretty much. I think the Cadbury. So, so what we're talking about is obviously, you know, in Canada. I don't know if this is if this is unique to Canada, but you have your pa- your your chocolate bar boxes for Halloween, 
and you know you could get all of them if you if you want to get diabetes but you should probably only choose one um and you can have there's the cadbury one that has wonder bar mr big crispy crunch caramel there's the nestle one that has coffee crisp kit kat arrow and smarties mm, right okay, and yeah. then there's the hershey's one that is reese's oh henry hershey yeah. Uh, and then Reese's Pieces. They're just double dipping on the Reese's. Yeah. You know, just, it's like, you know. I'm looking at it right now. I'm taking the Cadbury box and you can have my caramel. Mm, huh. Yeah, Cadbury's good one, though. Cadbury See, is good. Can I say a lot of people are picking the Nestle, but I think that subconsciously they're just seeing the 100 on the box and that's, oh, there's 10, <laughs> there's 10 more. So, you know what, everybody? It's 10 more boxes of fucking Smarties. So enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I find Cadbury chocolate to just be better. Like I find like all of really cho- like, my friend, you yeah. need to go to the Hershey store in Niagara Falls and get one of them chocolate dipped strawberries. That's like fresh with fresh mm. Hershey chocolate. Oh my Holy. God. Oh, I des- that sounds like something I definitely need to do. Let me just ask you, have you ever, uh, have you ever seen something or first of all, do you believe in ghosts? And secondly, have you ever seen mm. something that you thought that was a ghost? That was for sure a ghost that's or good, I heard a ghost a or one in 10 people, gentlemen, believe that they have at some point in their live uh, in lives lived in a house inhabited by a ghost 10 really that's a lot that is a lot that's a lot that's higher than you'd think yeah and there, you know then there's then there's always the people who you know won't fess up to such a thing so i always bump that number up a little bit higher but. that's totally that's totally fair there's definitely yeah. people there that 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 are they're secret ghost believers for sure i i do in fact believe that yes i've i've lived in a house inhabited by a ghost Mm. Two, yeah? two, two. In fact, I lived. Uh, I was on a string. Was the, was the ghost roller roller skating? No, <laughs> no. Was he a crop top wearing ghost? <laughs> no, I lived. I at one Boom. point in in St. Catharines, I lived in three houses in a row in which the owner had died. Mm. Like the Whoa. the the not not you know four owners ago, the previous owner had died in the house. Yeah. Um, and my, the, one of those houses definitely, definitely was haunted. And I, uh, Amanda swears that our house in Burlington was haunted. So, haunted, the, so like I, I, the, 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 the gentleman that lived in our house prior to us buying it, he also, uh, he also died in the house. And, uh, <laughs> Sam says one night when I was at work and she actually, it didn't even really dawn on her. I was at work. She was downstairs doing work and she had the baby monitor on and the baby, st- uh, I forget which, I guess it would have been, uh, our younger one started fussing and she could hear like a man's voice kind of like calming her down. And there was a moment where she thought, Oh, it's like through the monitor. She's like, oh, Mark's upstairs. And then she was like, Wait a minute, Mark's at work. So she kind of had one of those fucking freak out moments. Mm-hmm. Wow. I've never, I've never had one of those. So I just, we I have, can't, I can't. That's why I'm not religious. If I can't see it, I don't believe it. Fair. <laughs> we had footsteps on stairs in St. Catharines. And what do you mean you heard footsteps? Heard footsteps. Mm. And, um, this one, I mean, it sounds a little weird, but we had these, um, they were like mirrors on either side of our mantle uh, in Burlington. And they, for some reason, would get a little fogged up sometimes if we left the window open because it was in the basement. And I, I don't know, it must have been one of the kids playing a prank, but in the fog one morning, Amanda found high 
but we looked at like somebody had taken their finger and written in the fog, but, but there were no fingerprints. Like there were no finger smudges, which I found kind of weird. Like I looked at it really up close and there was no evidence of a fingerprint whatsoever. So I found that, you know, a little weird. I'm not saying that it was a ghost, but I don't know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> that is super weird. Whenever I hear stories like that too, like literally my, the hair on my arms stood up and, Would any- uh, yeah, what the fuck. Would anybody would anybody entertain the idea of living with a ghost or like knowing that there is there's a ghost in the house? Would you live in the house regardless? I'm down. Yeah, like it depends. It depends, depends on what kind on of ghost we're talking is. about. Yeah, it's like the sh- if it's like the Shining, then no. If it's like Casper, then yes. <laughs> Casper, <laughs> Casper seems like a cool hang. Chris, you and I are both renters. A full one half of renters would share their home with a ghost in exchange for free rent. Mm. Yeah. Oh, there's no question. Like I mean, all day I, long. Like, like if you're one of the people that believes in ghosts, I'm not. But but if you if you were, like, you just have to like by extension believe that ghosts would be everywhere so like fuck you know if they if i like you would you just have to assume like i the building that i've lived in i live in right now has been around since like what 60s you know what i mean just if there's if ghosts exist it's probably riddled with them so it's like what how would it be any different like i'm living with ghosts technically now and I'm paying rent as well. So if I could get a Brent break, then yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I could submit that with my taxes and get a little bit of a tax. Well, break here's the thing. The financial, financial incentivization of ghosts is quite remarkable. This is a survey by Realtor.com. 33%, one-third are open to living in a haunted house. 42% of people say they would never do it. 40% would overlook a ghost in exchange for a drop in the selling price. 29% would overlook a ghost in exchange for more bedrooms. Ghosts <laughs> need somewhere to sleep. 32% would overlook a ghost in exchange for more square footage. Uh, and uh, 40 people, uh, uh, this is odd, for, not odd, 40% of people uh, claim they've lived in a home where objects have moved on their own. See, 40%. that's the kind of shit where I'd be like, all right. 40%. I gotta go. What's the percentage of the population that's on drugs? Just so we can <laughs> post that, that, that Venn diagram to see how many people cross over between the two. I don't um, see. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that there in the whole after being an atheist. Well, you know something? I don't know. Maybe there is an afterlife. You don't, you don't have to believe in God to believe in an afterlife. That's true. Think. So, yeah, I, I Doesn't think that makes the afterlife, that makes the afterlife scarier I, I, then. I, I just, I do, I sort of subscribe to that feeling that if a person has either A, been in a, a single dwelling for long enough or B, died under some duress, under some dramatic circumstances, murder or died too young or something, I believe that there is something of that person's essence that is yeah. left that Energy. is left behind and that's yeah. that's where i i believe that a house could be quote unquote haunted i don't believe in you know malicious headless spirits wandering down the hall scaring the bejesus out of you but i do believe that the essence of a person can remain in one place yeah interesting yeah. I have some, uh, I just came across a list of, and you've probably heard some of these, there are these uh, like one or two sentence horror stories. <laughs> so it's like mm-hmm. stuff like, uh, 
I can't move, breathe, speak, or hear, and it's so dark all the time. If I knew it would be this lonely, I would have been cremated instead. Oh. Just shit like that. The gr- the grin- <laughs> Chris, you, Chris, you live in an apartment, so you'll like this. The grinning face stared at me from the darkness beyond my bedroom window. I live on the 14th floor. <laughs> a, buddy, a buddy of mine. Uh... <laughs> Can I do one more here? I, wo- I woke up, I woke yeah, yeah, up yeah. to hear... I woke up to hear knocking on glass. At first, I thought it was the window until I heard it coming from the mirror again. <laughs> oh, oh, <fuck>. oh. <laughs> My buddy of mine, Greg, oh, uh, the, the bass player in our band, he lived in a house that, uh, and he was a, a non-believer, but he, he lived in a house. His kids, first of all, like all kinds of weird shit happened in this house. And one day his kid asked about uh, the man in the driveway and described what the guy was wearing and what he looked like and everything else. And he was dressed in like period costume, like early 1900s garb. Oh, I thought you meant like a tampon. No, no, not, no, no, no. He wasn't dressed. It wasn't, it it wasn't, wasn't a Halloween costume. <laughs> it wasn't a Halloween costume. He wasn't going out as a maxi pad. <laughs> but the guy was standing down in the driveway and... Uh, they did so they did some digging on the history of the house or whatever and found somehow a picture of the original owner and it was the guy that his kids saw but to top it off greg who's a rational guy i mean he's he and he's not an embellisher he wouldn't make this shit up says he was forced to the ground and held down in his basement it felt like there was a knee in his back and he could not get up and he was alone in the house and it scared, it's, it scared him enough to, to say, I, we're out of here. Like, it, it was one of those where, like, he actually, he and his family got spooked enough to put the house up for sale. Wow. No, I'm not kidding. Like, and, yeah. he, and Greg's not the type of guy, you know, if he was just anybody, I'd be like, nah, but he, he's not an embellisher at all. Like, he would, wouldn't make that shit up, so. Well, he, he, he sold the house though like he's he sold his house and that's what yeah. he told you his reason was that's crazy damn yeah. i wish we knew that story before we would have got him on here and got him to you know i would have loved to hear that that's crazy yeah are you, are you guys um into like ouija boards at all like i know like for me i don't care I, but i know there's there's some people like 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 Bree's mom is into it for sure she's got one and she loves busting it out i have other people that won't even come into the same room as one i'm one of those people i won't touch one yeah no i i, I don't want to it's yeah i honestly yeah, God, I, like, just, I don't want to maybe upset it, i guess i'm the fruit loop on the in the group but <laughs> I, I don't uh, i i i wouldn't touch a ouija board with a 10-foot pole I wouldn't uh, go near one. No, they freak yeah. me. They freak me out, man. <laughs> I just don't want to upset anything. You know what I mean? Like mm. I don't. I I've never seen anything, and for that I'm happy. Like that's why I don't really believe in ghosts. Well, yeah, but I don't really want to fucking test it out. You know what I mean? Don't. It's, so it, funny. It, it's a don't poke the bear mentality. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. For yeah. For me, like I feel like. Anything you could buy at Walmart, you should be fine. Like, you know, I don't know that they're selling like it's not like but I, I don't I also don't believe in ghosts. Right. So mm-hmm. like it's 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 really it's tough. I'm cu- cool. I was just curious. Everyone has like it's usually cut or dry with a Ouija board. I find though, like a lot of people are just like maybe we put that up on on, on our Facebook today. You know what I mean? And ask Ouija people, board. Like, yes or no. Would you touch a Ouija board? 
because I know like my family, man, like <laughs> we're, we're Italians. Like it's like you don't you don't fuck with that shit. You know what I mean? Uh, like if you you're, if you you're, you probably you're Italians based on the spelling, you probably think it's a fucking liqueur. Break out of the Ouija after di- after dinner. It's, 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 it's an aperitif. Aperitif, yes. <laughs> okay, I got one last one here, yeah, Chris. Uh, cool. My my daughter won't stop crying and screaming in the middle of the night. I visit her grave and ask her to stop, but it doesn't help. Oh my god. Oh, sorry. Here, one last one. I was stoned, <laughs> and Taco Bell was closed. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of those. It's also like the, the, the scariest line. Misa called Jar Jar Binks. Misa, your humble servant. Oh, my God. For, <laughs> How about a zombie apocalypse? Where would you go in the event of a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> so I've, mm. I, I'm not like big on the whole zombie culture thing, but I have a friend that's like super into it. And he's, he's like straight Dawn of the Dead. Like you go to the mall. Like that's what you you go to a mall because it's like they have all the like you can shut the gates and like all of that stuff you know if you if yeah. you can access it mm-hmm. if not the and mall then maybe the hardware store or like a Canadian mm-hmm. Tire something that has a, a bunch of different wep- weapon weaponry like I need weaponry I've got I've imagine. got more examples here or more more stats first of all three quarters of us say that a zombie apocalypse is very unlikely meaning the other quarter. 25 every 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 third person you meet don't consider it very unlikely in other words you know the open open the the, the door is ever so slightly ajar to the possibility <laughs> 20, 27% say they would stay at home that's a dumb move yeah Eight, 18% of us would gather weapons and go hunting during a zombie apocalypse. Uh, I think 18% of us are probably being a little more ballsy than we actually would be. <laughs> I've met a lot of people and 18% of them aren't tough. I think that number's a lot high. Yeah. For, yeah, for sure they're Trumpers. There's yeah. a Democrat. Yeah. There's yeah. a Democrat. There's a Democrat. See a bunch of zombies yeah. with fucking MAGA hats wandering around in about fucking five days after it starts. Here's here's two more, and these ones are even that? more puzzling. Hmm. 17% of people would find shelter at a supermarket. During a zombie apocalypse, while only sixteen percent would relocate to a remote island. Mm-hmm. Island would be good too. Well, island the island's would be great. Good idea. Supermarket. Yeah. Supermarket's insane. You're like, do you want to like? You're that's all you want to do. You just want to eat. You're, I'm just going to eat until I die. Like that's There's so too fucking too human. Too many of them. Side dishes for my brains at the fucking. <laughs> Supermarket. Gro- grocery store is the laziest option. You know what? Everyone's going to die. I'm just going to go eat until yeah, they yeah. until I die, until someone and kills me. And there's going to be other people going to be going to the grocery store too. Like do you yeah. want it like are you going to you want to fight? Like it's it's you got to imagine that like you're not just fighting. Like every zombie video game or movie I've ever seen like like the real dangers are the other people that are alive, not so much the zombies. Like once you you can you can navigate the zombies eventually, you can learn to navigate the zombies, but it's like, you know, the other people that are alive and that you're fighting for resources with is like the other you know the scarier right. one. That's what Walking Dead's all about. Any, anyways, oh, you know, yeah, a good you, place yeah. sport sport check because they have they have the weaponry with the golf clubs and, and that kind of stuff. There's also all the like the athleisure wear, so you'd be comfortable wearing just mm. like Adidas track suits and shit like mm. that. Uh, they've got the energy bars. Um, I mean, those types of uh, those types of things. Uh, yeah, keep how you. come in all the zombie movies? Like, if you 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 get your sawed off shotgun and you blast a zombie, 
why does the zombie die? The zombie's already dead. Like, how the mm. fuck does wasn't the it's zombie the just get back up? The headshots usually, usually the one yeah. that's uh, like Dawn of the Dead is a fantastic. That's one of my favorite kind of this time of year. The the the, the remake, the one that's the one where they all go to the mall and all that shit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're shooting the celebrities. They're up on the on the roof of the mall shooting the celebrity zombies that are in the crowd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I'm into something more believable like Sharknado. Sharknado. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's everybody's fear. Where do you go then? Where do you go in a Sharknado attack? In a Sharknado. What, All so, of a sudden, uh, that, that island's not looking so good. One, one, of, one of the things I want to ask you guys, too, this is a good segue, is what's the... I don't know if you guys are into <laughs> scary movies, but, like, what is the scariest movie you'd, you've ever seen? Like, has, have you ever watched a movie where it, like, freaked you the fuck out? I could start me, if you want, but... To me, to me, the scariest movie, and I think a lot of people would probably agree with this, would be The Exorcist. I think that that has mm. the most... The time it was made, like, I can just imagine walking out of the theater in 1972 when they yeah. hadn't been desensitized by horror movies like we have now. People must have been mortified when they saw that fucking movie. Like, I watched it as a young kid in uh, I don't know 78 79 I was really little and I made yeah. the, the part where she's sitting up and down in the bed and her eyes go all white and she's making gurgly noises yeah uh, I've not watched the movie since well like oh, I yeah? would probably uh, yeah, yeah I would probably go back and and watch it now and go what's the big deal but yeah. uh, I've not watched that movie it freaked me out so bad when yeah, I was man. a kid like like Mark just described that I've That's never really gone right. I've never gone back to watch that movie, but I said that with a caveat of the fact that I'm not much of a I I'm I, I like a jump scare movie. Uh, I The Shining is my favorite, uh, so I like I, I don't I, in other words I don't go for I've the never seen films. The Shining. I'm not a you've never seen The Shining. Um, it's so I, I don't go for the the Elm Streets and the Thirteenths and the Halloween slasher the, flicks. The saws, here. yeah, I'm not a slasher flick guy at yeah. all, at all. Yeah. yeah so the um, as far as like as a kid, there's a couple movies like that stood out to me that really got me good. Poltergeist was one of the ones that, that really one, yeah. got me, and that's, that's I, I'd watch that like we rented it on Halloween like when I was really young. Can I uh, can I it, just yeah. can I just add to that? There's I, I think it might be Poltergeist. They made a few of them. It was either Poltergeist two or Poltergeist three. Um, and you, if you've seen any of them, you might remember it. They they're in an apartment building, and the apartment building the hallways are fucking mirrors. And they played a lot with that, with that character, that Kane guy, that fucking mm-hmm. scary old man. He was in those mirrors, like up and down the hall and shit like that. So yeah, good. To, good and then good I saw, pick. I watched um, uh, the Sixth Sense in theaters. Yeah, that's a good movie too. Uh, and that one got me good. Really? Was, yeah, there was, was a couple a kid, cool. And I was in. It was like the first scary movie-ish movie that I saw in theater. You were a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I, I drove to see it at the drive-in yeah. for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a great, uh, that was uh, M. Night Shyamalan's greatest moment there when that ring rolls across the fucking floor at the end of that movie because nobody, yeah. I don't think anybody expected that uh, that twist. So the, the biggest the biggest twist of all was Bruce Willis with hair. I know how they pull that off. <laughs> um, for me, there was a movie I remember seeing when I was a kid. It was called... <laughs> 
it was called House, if I'm not mistaken, and they made a couple of these house movies. My mom, my mom used to, when I'd go visit my mom, because my parents were separated, my mom was a nurse and she worked night shift. So we would go to the video store and I would just literally rent all the fucking horror movies I could. And she would go, she'd go work at night and I would sit and watch horror movies at night while she was gone. So I remember one time she lived in North Carolina and I was watching, uh, it was, I, I believe I was actually watching The Exorcist. And and uh, there was a storm down the end, like a storm in North Carolina. It's like the fucking end of the world every time. Mm-hmm. Not even exaggerating. The fucking back door at one point blew open and fucking leaves and shit were blowing in the fucking house. Like while I'm watching a horror movie at like 12 or 13 years old. So uh, I love I love horror movies um, uh, in terms of in terms of the newer ones. Some of the Annabelle movies are actually kind of not bad. They actually kind of fuck with your head a little bit. I know, Ben, you mentioned not really liking Saw. Um, the first Saw movie, not all the subsequent 15 that they made after that, <laughs> but the first Saw movie had a couple moments where it wasn't jump scare. It was more just like you'd think like, oh, the poor guy had to like try to get through that fucking barbed wire just to get out. Like you just you kind of have those cringe moments. And I think that's what horror movies are better at doing now is is cringe moments. Maybe not as much jump scare like mm. uh, I mean the Paranormal Activity series of movies where it's it kind of hidden, not hidden cameras, security cameras in your house watching it and, and them piecing it together. Those are cool because it adds that like creepy this, factor. This could happen. And for me, the, the the one that actually scared me, saw it in theater was uh, the Blair Witch Project <laughs> only because for anybody that remembers the advertising and the lead up to that, there was no uh, revelation that it wasn't real tapes that they had found. It, it was one they, of the most brilliant concepts. Yeah. I, I thought, yeah. So when it, when it got to the end of that movie and that guy was fucking standing in that back corner, like I was fucking horrified when I walked out of yeah. that theater. And then somebody mm-hmm. told me, hey, that wasn't real. Eh? And I was like. At that moment, uh, I had that like, oh, okay. Woo. I knew, I knew that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the con, the Conjuring series is really, really very good, good. as well. Yeah, like Blair, those ones based yeah. on real, based on real ghost fighters that Estelle Warren and, the Warrens, and her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Those, I'll, those I'll watch. The, you yeah. know, based on a true story, I'll watch those for sure. Yeah, they, and, based, and on their, based on their version of a true story, so yeah, you gotta take so, it with a grain of salt. So there's, there's, I mean, a lot of it's up for debate. I mean, I don't. It's, it's Halloween, so you want to get into the spirit. It's like you know, of course, arguing the efficacy of Santa Claus. You know what I mean? Who gives a <laughs> shit at this point? But like the, uh, they basically they, they have all these books and like these people were like ghost hunters back in the '60s and '70s and '50s. Yeah. I think it was like that's the time period, but I'm not sure. Definitely um, the 70s because they did like the, the Amityville house and all that stuff. And exactly. actually, we I remember I had a friend that was like really into this kind of stuff when I was in cool. like grade eight. So I, we were like 13 years old and he actually was like, oh, you got to read this book. And yeah, so I've read books from the Warrens and some of their their adventures through Ghostland. But yeah, it's pretty 
uh, it's interesting I wanted shit. to pick up the Amityville horror because they say it's like one of the first. It's a good books one. Yeah, ever yeah. written like the first, like I mean, books, movies, whatever. It's like yeah. one of the first like ghost story, haunted yeah. house stories ever, which is if, so cool to me. Yeah, and I'm if dri- you want, I'm watch the, the new one. Watch the new one with Ryan Reynolds in it. It's it's just as good as the uh, cool, as the man. original movie, and it's got Ryan Reynolds. You can't go wrong. <laughs> well, in the ninety, it, it's on Long Island. In the nineties, yeah. I did. Mm. I, I drove by it uh, the the one time I went to New York City. It was because my the people we were staying with were on Long Island, not far from the house. So that it was that's like awesome. one of those. Yeah, you want to see something cool? And as we pulled <laughs> yeah. up, I'm like, holy shit, is that the? Yeah, that's what it is. As soon as you see those windows, you know those top windows up in the in that little curved part of the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah very exactly cool. very cool yeah i i i still like i mean we brought it up a couple times on this on the show before but but uh the closest thing i ever came to experiencing a haunted house is is the white house uh up in st Catharines. um the, that house and, was, that house was haunted you know that's the I, station I still, isn't it the radio station yeah, the radio station. Yeah, the White House of Rock, but it was uh, at one point. I mean, it's a historical building. Uh, it was the last uh, house on the line for the Underground Railroad. So it's, you know, there, there's like these tunnels bearing through it. It was also a, uh, a triage hospital, like during like the like war Military times, I believe. Hospital. Military hospital. And an um, asylum, too, I think, at one point, too. It's that's the trifecta, I think. If yeah. if if you're gonna if if you're gonna set Indian some, burial some, grounds, the only thing missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. So like, wait, wait, it's wait. it's as haunted as, as as a building could possibly get. I mean, if it's not haunted, um, then it's impossible. Like, it, like you're haunted. never gonna find a haunted house. You know that house that house is fucking haunted. There's no question in my mind that house is haunted. Yeah, I saw enough weird shit in there, doors shutting and locking, and weird 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 stuff it, that, See, that's it's a, the, the locking as soon as you said locking i got creeped out a door swinging shut whatever but a door fucking swinging locking. shut and locking like uh, uh. yeah Ugh. no that happened to carrie a door he 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 uh <laughs> he was smoking a bowl upstairs in the attic and he left the one room that we used to go smoke in and uh forgot his bowl so he went back to get it and the door had despite the fact and here's the, the kicker door had no lock on it but it would not open it was as though uh, it was locked and he couldn't get back in. Yeah, it was, it was a creepy house, man. Really uh, creepy. The house. only thing and I used to the overnight the shift. Worse it was just me in there. So the yeah, only thing worse than that is if he tried to pull the door to open it and it pulled a little bit, but then slammed back shut again. That would make it one right. step worse. <laughs> like someone yanked it out of his hand. Like ah, fuck. What What's the building you would consider most likely to be haunted? Like pick a building. No, like, a type, like a type building, of building, type of building, yeah. Hospital, hospital, hospital would be, would be my first or, choice. Orphanage? Do they even have orphanage? Like, is an orphanage still a thing? Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Jail, what, about, what about a jail? A jail, like a jail, yeah. yeah. The, place, the place where they, uh, the place where they, uh, in the states, obviously not here, but the place where, like, the wherever they fucking put people to death. Like that, that well, like part the of the jail. Death row. Yeah, that part. Well, they take you. They usually drive somebody from death row to wherever they they go and mm. do that. So wherever that building is, that would be uh, that'd be up on the list. Wherever the, the chair is and shit. The deathatorium. The death. Yeah. Well, it literally is because they watch it. There's people yeah. watching it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I like. I, I mean, I as think far, hospital. Hospitals, I always, hospitals yeah. give me the creeps. I mean, Retire, oh, retirement it. home. Like a long-term mm. care facility, retirement home. Yeah, those. Yeah, those got to be haunted. 
Uh, Mind you, there's, there's some residents office. in there who already look pretty ghostly. So yeah, <laughs> a, a, a vet's office, just fucking ghost Ooh. pets everywhere. Pet cemetery. A pet cemetery spelled with an S. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Hey, speaking of horror movies, the original Pet Cemetery, that's a good scary movie. Like that's there's great. there's some it, there's some great scares in it. It's a great story and there's you know, I am big on scenes like just like that scene that sticks with you, uh a la like Misery when she smashes his foot with the hammer. Most people remember that scene, but in Pet Cemetery, most people will remember the scene where that little kid's underneath the bed and he Cuts the Achilles tendon of the of the old man with with a scalpel. Just one of those scenes. You just like ah, oh, fuck. You feel it. You gra- everybody grabs their ankle when it happens. That's the sign of a good horror movie. For sure. <laughs> <That's>, for sure. <clears throat> I think, and as far as uh, a Hamilton centric thing, I, I think Dundurn Castle is is definitely haunted. I've never been in Dundurn Castle. Mm. Never. I've been outside of it. I've never been in it. Like I've yes. been out, like the, out in the, the Scottish courtyard. Rite's a creepy one. Mm. If you've ever been in there, yeah. that's a beautiful no. building. Has anyone ever been in the Scottish Rite? It is. Again, yeah, I've been in the parking oh lot. Oh my but god, it's, it's a beautiful building. There are sections that are like uh, that you can't go into unless you're a, a member or whatever. I don't know, but uh, yeah, no. I, I was in there for a coworker's wedding and uh, wedding and reception, and that building is fucking gorgeous inside it's it's a treasure but no dundurn castle i've not done why yeah. why would why would you say it's haunted i don't know i just feel like a lot of people died there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> simple as that there's not, there's not much like there's yeah. there, there's not a whole lot to it other than the fact that it's an old ass building and it's just the ratio right. the odds of it being haunted are, are greater you know than the new builds out in caledonia you know yeah, yeah, that's weird. Like, I, you watch some of those, you know, haunting shows or whatever that are on uh, the specialty cable channels, and Amanda and I love watching those. I don't know, they're they're just they're mindless fun entertainment. But whenever it takes place in like a, a new, you know, a shiny brand new spanking home, like a McMansion, just built in two thousand two, I'm like, why, why would the ghost be here? Like, are, are you supposed to be in an old home? You know what I mean? Yeah, you can the go anywhere. If it flies out the window when you're when you're in a madamy home, as opposed to a log cabin. <laughs> Strange. Uh, oh shit. Yeah, let's see. If, yeah, but, um, so we got Polly tomorrow. We got Polly tomorrow. Are we doing? Uh, he's got a list of. He's got an eclectic list tomorrow, I think. Yeah, it was. It, I, I was telling Bree about it. It's really funny because because. Um, Paul's really taken to like, uh, you know, crafting these long narratives and stuff for for his for his appearances on Black Sheep Radio. I love it. It's so it's, do I. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Me. And this one, I don't even really understand. I'll be honest with you. I have no <laughs> idea the best what the hell he's talking about. But I'm excited because I know you know he's a really smart guy. So he's so so this is this is our our conversation uh, that we were having yesterday. He's like, should we talk about Halloween songs? And then I suggested like the devil's music because there's always like this connection between like hard rock music and devil and like you got Kiss, Marilyn Manson, Black Sabbath, Ozzy, all of that shit. And he, he says, in preparation for this, I put together something I'm calling the killer's suite, a long night's journey to hell. 
The storyline, which connects all four, all ending in a fateful moment with Satan. Stand by for the playlist. And he sent a playlist. And I have no idea what he's talking about, but it sounds amazing. The playlist, by the way, is off the hook. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I I was listening to it yesterday as well, and I was just like, good Lord. Um, I can't wait. So I don't want to reveal what the playlist is. No, but, no, um, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm fa- I'm fascinated. Like I'm glued, and I have no. And I'm gen- like I'm not just saying that to pump up the show for tomorrow. Like I have yeah. no idea what he's talking about, but he's like he does. He's dialed <laughs> as long in. as he does. <laughs> this yeah, is not his absolutely. first Halloween show, so I'm sure he's done quite a few Halloween related shows in his mm, life. It's point. got a it's got a Tom Waits song, so I immediately love it. So. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to hearing the story behind this. Polly's so good at that. So yeah, tomorrow should be cool. We should have some Charles. We should have some Charles Manson music just playing in the background. Mm. Some of his, some of his, some of his hits. And very quickly, <laughs> one, one last thing before we go here. I added uh, to my tap out shirt uh, ensemble yesterday. Oh fuck! I can't wait. Yeah. No, it's it's more of an accessory. I found this. No, I found this in a home. It's it's a that <laughs> that is exactly that, the size of knife it, that somebody it, that it's a it's a, a camouflage handled knife. Oh my god! This will go perfect with with the tap out shirt. Oh, I'm thinking. Wow. Look, look at that handle. That and is it's even, uh, it's even got like the, the the knuckle indentations. This thing is just this is, yeah. That's a stabbing knife. That is a definite well, stabber's knife. I think a lot of people that wear the tap out shirt get teased and therefore need the knife. So it's just uh, precisely it goes, it's it goes well together. Is, is it's actually a is. good. It's go, it's becoming a good Halloween costume. Like you could be yeah. a douchebag for Halloween, and you just yeah. have your tap out shirt, your fucking camo knife. What's a what's a douchebag lower body attire, Chris, that Ben could wear for his outfit? Oh man, um, <laughs> the mm. possibilities are endless. You gotta, you gotta remember those, those got acid wash jeans that have like the holes in them. But like, you know how like washed. sometimes jeans have like an insane amount of graphics. Like they'll have like the br- huge down the side, like the brand name, like gigantic patch down yeah, the side, yeah, yeah. or like oh, the insane yeah. pockets, like the stuff that you get at that shitty place at the mall. You know, yeah. where it's like you go in there and you're like, like everything's like you buy three pairs of jeans for fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, there's a fucking like a, a stitched dragon on a lot of stuff. Exactly. I find like a yeah, lot I'm, of. The- I'm thinking, I'm thinking tearaway pants with sequins on the crotch. <laughs> oh. oh, that's that's yeah. strong. Bedazzled, the bedazzled dick. The bedazzled, <laughs> bedazzled, bedazzled dick tearaways. Yeah, I think you may have something there. I, I'm on to something there. <laughs> <laughs> and then people All could be right. like, "What are what are you supposed to be for Halloween?" Just be like, "I'm a douchebag." Like, oh, oh well, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a total douche. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, right on. Okay, All so right. tomorrow with Polly. Yeah, Sweet, sounds good, boys. Have a good one. All right, All right bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark Lefave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.